This episode of Size Matters is brought to you by Rolling Thunder Body Spray. Is that the reaction you get whenever you're around a group of micros? Can people tell you're on your way even from more than a mile out? The problem's not your looks, your voice, or even your stomps. Let's face it, it's your smell. Big furs have big body odor, and it's not always easy to find a 200-foot waterfall to bathe in before you head to town. The solution? Rolling Thunder. Just a few quick sprays cover up even the most pungent B.O., leaving you smelling as fresh as a macro can be. So get Rolling Thunder today, and start turning this into this. This week on Size Matters, the leaves are starting to change colors and there's that crisp, cool feeling in the air. Wait a minute, it's still 100 degrees out. Why the hell are kids going back to school? What's happened to this country? Since when does summer end in August, anyways? There's still baseball to be played, lawns to be mowed, pools to be cannonballed into, and nights to stay up late through. Well, if school has to be back in session, then I guess it's up to us macros to go in and set things straight. And that's exactly where we're headed now, here on Size Matters. Hey everyone, welcome to Size Matters Episode 7. Yay! It's Labor Day, Monday, September 2nd. Rest those paws. We're working so hard on our end to bring this to you. I know, right? 2013, 2013. Yes. My name is Kwandi Bashir. I'm Kenton Shibobi. And it's not work, it's this is all fun, right? Yes. Except well, for the five hours I have to do editing it tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> well, or I yesterday, have to... yesterday on Sunday, we should, we should, <laughs> we should, we should, you know, try to make sure that give the impression that we're actually doing this on Monday. Ah, uh, yeah. No, you we know. we failed. So yeah. No, I mean, I, I, it. it's, it's always weird. Cause I always say, you know, this is Monday, whatever, whatever, and then, then like two sentences later. Well, right. we already established back in like episode five, we have a DeLorean. Duh. Yeah, so. but but it doesn't make you know. You, you, then you gotta have the flux capacitor, and I can't afford those sound effects. It's okay. <laughs> oh my goodness! So what's going on, guys? We're back again, despite all of my usual derps and all of the things going on, like always. Because you know, you work for five hours to edit it. I go all week getting and hacking and slashing through my derps to get to this point. So. We both work as a team. <laughs> Yay! Somehow, I, I feel like I'm getting the the short end of that <laughs> of that shift <laughs> of that uh, whatever. Uh, I don't know, <sighs> but you know, school and work and things. It's just super busy, and the fact that we're able to still do this. I mean, and, and of course, there's Saints Row Four. Everyone's got to play that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Except well, me, because you're a game behind. <clears throat> I still haven't seen Pacific Rim. You know, I uh, <laughs> didn't you say like the week we the week we did that episode? Didn't you say that you'd be seeing it like the yeah. next week? Uh huh. That was the plan, but then things happened. Uh, movie theaters accidentally went 
flat all of the sudden, and I had no explanation for it. Still don't. I I really don't have an explanation. Uh, I've got an explanation. Lazy cheat. But they don't have big enough seats. You okay, can make it I'm sorry. Huh? I'm sure there were a few drive-throughs that were playing it. Yeah. Well, I can it's also. Too late grow. now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can also grow and shrink, but. Exactly. You can sneak yeah. in into uh, Eco's, you know, hair or whatever. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Or noms. Eco or noms. Oh my gosh! If their hairs combined. Does he, does Eco does Eco have big hair? I've actually never seen. Oh my gosh! Yes. Her hair in real life. Like her and noms actually met at MFF and. There was so much hair. I couldn't move. And we it formed was together, everywhere. and then there was just a <laughs> one huge hair yes. monster. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. So, it was... Yeah. <laughs> so I could, I could try. You know. Go and finally see Pacific Rim. I mean... Ugh. Well, I don't even know if it's still in theaters. I really like hope it is. 10 weeks or 12 weeks ago. You know, it's, <laughs> it's probably already on Blu-ray and, and you know, in the dollar bins by now, the way the way uh, movie releases well, go nowadays. Well, I heard the Danbury Dollar is, has it, but it's not IMAX. And I go, I has a sad, but meh. Yeah. Dollar theaters, do they still exist? Yeah, they do. Well, around here, at least. Do they, do they only still charge a dollar? A dollar or two, roughly. Arcturax, I, who is actually uh, one of Tyrion's best friends, I actually met. Uh, we went to a dollar theater in downtown Dayton, which is the Victoria Theater, and they had a double feature. So, yeah, there's still a bunch around here. Yeah, there was a theater I remember back in Louisville that I would go to a lot that was cheap like that. And back when in I was, Louisville. When I was a kid, they were a dollar, but the last – I remember <laughs> going back there probably for three or four years ago, and they were only a dollar on – Tuesdays, I think every other oh, nice. day they were two or three dollars. When I was a young panda, and I, th- I think the I think the ones down here are like that. Anyway, yes, yep. Uh, so, yeah, talking about movies again, keeping that streak is going as well. Even though we tell ourselves we're not going to do that, but yeah, we did it anyway. So, yeah, and, and it's and it's even better if you just bring more yeah. attention to it. So, now, moving on, we're going to get sophisticated now. We are now going to be talking about education. Fascinating. I don't want to talk about education. I want to talk about, <laughs> I want to talk about Saints Row. The more you know. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about Saints Row. Then. Saints Row 4 came out this last week, and, and Saints Row 4 is awesome. Yeah, oh, well, I, yeah. I've seen and I've heard, but I have not yet experienced What have you heard? I've heard that there is this superpower that you can where you have the ability to shrink your enemies. Mer, first off. But as an added bonus, if you order now, you get the ability to stomp them. And apparently it's not just your average, oh, look, hi, well, Paul Loom Smoosh. It's apparently more than that. Well, it's a shrink stomp. That's the thing is that the shrink is ah. the, the shrink is an element that powers up the stomp. Oh. Like, like when you start out with the stomp superpower <laughs> – so so let's back up a little bit. Saints Row. Saints Row. No. Uh, I don't know if, uh, how many of you guys out there have played it. It's been a. It's basically started out as a Grand Theft Auto clone <laughs> back in two thousand six. Well, it didn't really get on crack. Uh, like it, the first. So the, the first one was basically very straightforward GTA three ripoff. Yeah. Maybe more like San Andreas, but but a San Andreas type game with better shooting and better driving. But <laughs> the the second game they tried to do a little bit of crazy stuff. Like there was a mission where 
you're basically driving a septic tank around town that was spewing out sewage. <laughs> so I remember that was one of the things that well, was kind of... All you scat fans out there. Yeah. <laughs> the third one's really where I they went off the understand. rails. I do not understand. Yeah, Saints, yeah. Row, Saints Row the Third is, is I am playing where I kind of right jumped now. in and really started loving the series. Oh my gosh, like, I... Okay, I'm playing that one right now, and I can't wait to play the fourth, but you said... You suggest a break, because there's, you know, it's not really a different city. So. Well, yeah, Saints Row 3 and Saints Row 4, for those of you who've maybe seen Saints Row 3 but haven't done Saints Row 4, they both take place in the same city, uh, Steelport, and yes. while the game... There's significant changes in the gameplay... The city itself is probably eighty percent the same. Like, <laughs> so you know, there's still the, friendly the, fire and all that other stuff. Yes, yeah, still friendly <laughs> fire, still the clothing stores and oh, uh, let's pretend and, and things like that. Planet Saints. Well, it's not the, Planet the Saints anymore. It's store ever. It's, it's Planet Zen. Zen. Planet Zen. Oh. Zen is the uh, alien that has taken over. Oh. Yeah, uh, and, and, and the whole thing, and this is something that's not really a spoiler because it basically, <laughs> this is part of the marketing, but... It was in the trailer. The whole city is now a simulation that oh. the the alien, the, the bad guys have shown, or have, have put your main character in and the rest of the saints uh, to kind of trap them. And because it's a simulation and because you have uh, Kinsey, the, the techno wizard lady yes. on your team, yes. then... She can kind of hack and, and help you get superpowers. Yes. Uh, so they basically use that as an excuse to make the game much more <laughs> like Infamous or Crackdown if, uh, or Prototype. Yeah. Uh, where you basically are jumping around and, and you're jumping as high as buildings and you're gliding around in the air. So it's a mixture of The Matrix, Crackdown, Saints, and apparently, apparently I, I just had this striking image of Romulans. For some reason, like the whole captures your mind and puts you in a simulation, kind of like what happened to number one when they go and explore that the asroid. Oh, the bag at your house. Yeah, you're talking yeah. about the which the which episode, which, which yeah. made my brain melt into puddles and then. But yeah. I mean, it's the whole thing <laughs> is like they quit. they tell him that he's in a simulation right away. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. It's something, yeah, but... and it's obvious. It's not like they're trying to hide yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's as, yeah. But 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 then, you know the whole because of the superpowers, that does change a lot of the way that you travel around the city. Because <laughs> what's the point of driving when yeah. an hour into the game you can run twice as fast as any car? Yeah. And and you know what's the point of flying in in a plane or you know, a helicopter when you can glide around uh, and you know eat more easily and more nimbly get to to different places. Uh, you also mentioned that there was a macro element, and in the yeah, story. I mean that's the whole reason that we're talking about it. It's yes. not so much an element. That's the only thing that ever matters. <laughs> there's, there's definitely size matters. Ha! See what I did there? Ha! Sorry, that just made me think of you sounded a lot like Pee Wee Herman there. Ha! Oh no! Which uh, I was just watching. Was it? Uh, it's a trap. The Family Guy. Uh, oh god! And, and, and they had some Pee Wee Herman jokes. Yeah, that, so hey, have you seen my, my bike? Mind. Yeah, but Sorry. but yeah, there's definitely there, there's multiple instances of you know macro micro size related yes! type things in the yes! game. I don't want to you... spoil them all, but oh. we we talked a little bit about the shrink stop, uh, which uh -huh. I actually haven't unlocked yet. I just have seen in the upgrade power that that, it's, that yes. is available. Mm -hmm. But there's also a gun that I have unlocked that is the uh, Inflatomatic. 
Huh. That you know you shoot Go at on. you shoot at people and it causes them to inflate. Can you inflate yourself? I, I don't think there's any way to do that. No. It's Wait no a minute. F- is is it inflation like balloon or just growth? Uh, it's it's basically like a balloon. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which I know is not <laughs> quite. You know, it's it's a related thing. Inflate inflation is a related. Well, fat furs or whatever. out there. Fat fur, fat furs, gain furs, yeah. and all you. Well, guys. I mean, I mean, inflation is a specific thing too. You yes. Know, it's separate from that. Yep. yep. But there's macro, micro in that too, so it's touching a spec, uh, a spectrum over there, which is well, that's the thing. I mean, there are a whole lot. And this is something we haven't really discussed in depth, but I do want to kind of in the future. There are a lot of different realms or you know fetishes or whatever that are related to yes. size play, and yes. you know things like vor and things like you know, inflation and fat and yeah, you and got your vor, you got your stomps, you got your crush, you got yeah. your got your. I just drew a blank. Hold on. Working, loading, buffering. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's basically there's there's pause and then there's uh, let's see, gore, pause, crush, vor, and just a whole bunch of others. So yeah, yeah, we can do a segment on that sometime. And and, and I think it's something that you know, uh, well, I mean, hyper would also be one of the ones hyper. that yeah. Yeah, there's there's others, and I'm drawing a complete another blank. So yeah, it's basically like half. Uh, if if you go down the. Uh, on for affinity, the little drop down they have for the browse <laughs> option. Basically, half of those are like size related. Yeah. Well, you know, when you're big, you can do a lot more stuff. Oh my gosh. Oh. Has, ha- have you seen Land Before Time? First off, you know what it is, right? <laughs> yes, I know what Land Before Time is. That's, Thank that you. that movie is older than you are. Oh uh, well, I, I yeah. At least the first well, one. The, the first one. I'm talking about the second. No, second I've, or not, third I've one. definitely not seen the second one. Okay, there's like 16 of them. Just as a random fact, but then the third one, second or third one, when there's those uh, three like bullies kind of thing, there's a song that goes like, "When you're big, you can push all the little ones." And I just thought of that, I'm like, "Aw." <laughs> so, because when you're big, you can do a whole lot more stuff. All I'm thinking is, at some point, weren't they like giving those out new with pizza at Pizza Hut or something like that? Oh, I think so. I yes. remember, yeah. I, that, that, that's what, that's at the point where I kind of realized that. <laughs> Land Before Time was was not the best of of series. Yeah, but I I so like when we're okay, we're gonna be talking about childhoods probably in every episode. This is another one. Land Before Time. I wanted so bad for them to be all grown up, mostly because seeing Littlefoot as a gigantic brontosaurus. Did they ever grow up? I don't think. I mean, no, they didn't. I've only watched the first one, and and even then, that's vague right now in my mind. But yeah. Yeah, they never did, and I was waiting for it a lot, and did they you, never did it. Do you remember the movie uh, We're Back, A Dinosaur Story? Yes! Oh my gosh! <laughs> yes! That's a good part of my childhood, too. That's again, that's another movie that is about as old as you are, so I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I had parents who, like, they didn't want to raise children who had no idea of anything before their time. So we were, you know, we were exposed to a lot of stuff. And we're back a dinosaur story. It was one of them, and it was a lot of fun to watch. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, Saints Row. Speaking of yeah, <laughs> there's not any dinosaurs, uh, at least that I've come across yet. I wouldn't be surprised if 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 they did come at some point. Saints Row Five. But I mean, the whole thing. The whole thing that I love about both Saints Row Third <laughs> and Saints Row Four is it's they're fun to play. They're they're just. Uh, you know, generally with open world games like that, like Grand Theft Auto and and pretty much all the Rockstar games, even Bully to a certain extent, I oh, get yes. I get bored and oh. stop playing 
because at some point the gameplay just is too too grating. You know, it's 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 yeah. It's repetitive. Turns off TV. Yeah, turns off TV. Takes Xbox or whatever. Throws it out window. Jumps out window. Well, throws, it's it's, it's not bad. It's, it's just that I get bored and I move on to another game and then never come back. Like like it's it's yeah. it's, it's, it's it's not like I'm intentionally like saying I'm throwing this down, and never playing it. The only yeah. game I've ever really done that with is mm-hmm. Mass, Mass Effect Three. <laughs> because yeah. that was more of just being mad. And actually, I still intend to at some point come back to that game. But, uh, yeah. but you know, I Saints Row, I, I was able to play the third all the way through, and the fourth, mm-hmm. I'll definitely play all the way through. I, I'm still I in the process play the of playing it. I'm still it's, it's, just, on the it's just still fun, There's, and it, it, it keeps getting funner. Uh, yeah. And the like, story is also really crazy, too, and fun. Yeah, because so far in the third, the story, like, the, the, the whole. Because the third has that awesome element of. You know it's a game. You know it's fantasy. But there's still, like, the way people move, the way your character... Because your character's completely customizable, completely, mm-hmm. except for the voice. But still. Well, the, the voice you, keep... is, you still have seven choices for the voice. I know, which means they have seven different recordings yeah. of the voice, which is awesome. So there's a lot of depth in there. But then also, all of the customizations of your character, like, it's it's used throughout the game. So, like, in the cutscenes and things and everything, I'm like, yeah. yes! But... Speaking of games like The Bully, because I played that when I was at your house, I was loving the heck out of it. I guess I'm more of the type of gamer that likes doing mission after mission after mission. It's fun to me. Um, but when you were saying that whole thing about Mass Effect, I kind of want to make a gif now of like just slowly turning off the TV, walking over to the window, casually throwing it out the window, and then climbing on the windowsill, jumping out, growing, double pulse on boom! <laughs> It's like, I, I'm done with this! I think that's way too much for a GIF. Well, it would be like 10 seconds. It would yeah. be fun. But, but you know, I, I, a, a, there is also a lot of Mass Effect inspiration in uh, in Saints Row 4, specifically, not not the third, but in 4. Oh, really? Uh, did you play Mass Effect 2? Uh, I'm no. guessing that's a no. Okay. No. <laughs> well, first off... Keith David, who is a voice actor from all of the Mass Effect games, he plays uh, Captain or Captain Anderson. Yeah, uh, he is a character. Like it's not that he is just a voice actor. Oh. It, the character's name is Keith David. He's playing himself, huh. and he's the and vice. He's, he's your vice president. You know, your character, the boss, awesome. is the president, and, and he's the vice president. Yeah. Uh, but but he was also in the previous Saints Row games, or in Saints Row One and Saints Row Two. He wasn't in the third one. Um, so. You know that that kind of makes sense. It's not directly Mass Effect, but then <laughs> at some point they go to to where like yeah, we know you you know Mass Effect. <laughs> we know that this is what we're trying to go for. We're, we're making basically a parody of that for oh, part gosh. of it. There, there's awesome. even even goes so far as to having <sighs> loyalty missions, which is something that Mass uh-huh. Effect Two is is well known for. See, that's awesome. That's like when you know game studios aren't just like a separate entity that, you know, they're actual people. So when yeah. they're fans of something and they want to include it, they do it. So it's like, yes! And that's the thing, you know, with when Saints Row the Third came out, uh, THQ, the, the publisher at the time, was THQ. On, they were on the verge of going bankrupt. And, and I think they, the Volition, the studio who, who developed it, kind of knew that. And, and the, the CEO of the company was very like, you know, do what you need to do. We'll go out in a blaze of glory, that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. there was there was not anyone to say no. And so they any crazy huh. idea they had got that's in the game. That's awesome. And that became really successful for them. So, yes. And that's the way games I, should be. Well, that's honestly why I was really hesitant about Saints Row 4. Because when you oh. know that you 
when something happens, it's kind of a flash in the pan. You know, Saints Row Third was surprise, very surprising for a lot of people, and I think surprising mm-hmm. for Volition. At that point, topping that becomes an inordinately difficult challenge. They did it, apparently. <laughs> uh, yes, they have. Yes. Uh, for, you know, ninety-five yes! percent n- of the time. Hey, there's they nothing have. wrong with enormous. And, and, nothing wrong at all. Yeah. <laughs> and also now they're they're with you know, since, all, since THQ actually did go bankrupt, they're with a different publisher that is a you know a okay. smaller publisher, uh, one that doesn't have all of like the the corporate yeah. mandates like like something like Electronic Arts or Activision would have. Yeah, but just like the Twinkies, they will make a comeback. <laughs> oh my gosh, Twinkies! Did Twinkies actually come back? I, yes, they did. I think it's probably been about fifteen years since I've had a Twinkie. Oh, okay. Well, you need I, another one. I've had little Debbie's. They cakes drive more around recently. everywhere. I mean, you see kids getting out of them all the time. Why not just reach down and grab it? Hello. They're tasty, and they have you know foam cushion filling. I think. I think. Are you talking about school buses? Are you mistaking? No, it's Twinkies. You said they drive around. Aren't they Twinkies? I think they're. I think you're thinking about buses. But like with the flashy lights and the in the. The... Yeah, yeah. Twinkies aren't supposed to have lights. Oh. Well, maybe I've never had a Twinkie then. What it? Oh. Yeah, uh, you, you've been eating, you've been eating buses. <laughs> it's okay. I'm sure at some point, you know, that, that's one of the things about having size change power. You can shrink down and then find a Twinkie well, and suddenly that Twinkie is as big as what a bus would be for you know everyone else out yes. there. And, and then you can just well. go to town. I could always hack go to town on the tweak. Oh my gosh, that was like a triple pun right there. Congratulations! <laughs> oh my gosh, could you go to town on the Twinkie bus? The bus takes you to town, but then it's a twi- it's a bus sized Twinkie, or and then it's yeah. So I don't know how to to deduce the number of puns in that. But anyway, so I actually um, I mean they taste good. I can't help it. Like <laughs> all, all those all those those. Tiny tinies, like they're smaller than your average tiny. They're like they're like young, I guess. So they uh, just they scamper off and scamper. Children? Okay. Yeah. I, I wasn't okay. So they, they get on and off of it and then I just I follow it and I like, you know, sneak up on it all nice and quiet. And apparently it gets to this place. Like all of them file out and then they go inside. And then while they're in there, I just like they just leave all of this food just lying out here. What the heck are they doing? So every now and then I just I take one and then I go on my merry way, but then I come back and I follow him again. So, and I I I think it's called school. about this place this this mystical magical place that all these tinies go to and apparently when they come out they they're apparently s- like they're smarter i guess i i don't i don't understand the whole process so are you sure they're smarter maybe are you sure, are you sure i don't know are you sure they're not just more beat well, down just, and uh, and uh, uh ready to uh, well to, hey uh, do i what think the man says i think that their superiors know what they're doing and so that they are teaching them well or yeah, something. I don't know. 
So yeah, I have always wondered what it would like, what it, what it would be like to actually pat around inside of one of those. Oh wait, I had twelve. I have twelve plus years of it. Yay! <laughs> Gosh, I'm actually still in school. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say you're you're actually the one who is currently in school, and I am not. So yes. Yeah, school's going awesome. Um, lots of imagination running wild this semester. Specifically because of more experience with stomps and things. <laughs> how, how does that? How does that make uh, a bigger difference? <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, well, it's just walking through the hallways and things. Especially, um, there's actually a group of my friends. We hang out in Building Thirteen, which is where all of us usually just go and hang out. And several of us are furries. Uh, everyone knows. Everyone there knows I'm a macro. So there's this giant window right there. And I'm just looking outside, and like when I look outside that window, I just always just daydream. And I'm just looking outside, and I'm like, oh, what would it be like to pick up the bell tower and just you know use it as some type of microphone? So while it's playing its songs, just sing your, your school has a bell tower. Uh, yeah. It's, I thought it was it, downtown. I don't remember seeing a bell tower. It is. It's it's not a bell tower looking bell tower <laughs> but it's it's like it's like a hundred feet tall and it actually it's speakers it's not an actual bell but it, oh, it plays oh, okay. like it plays like when the saints go marching in and then like other songs when that, like the hour strikes or something that that seems like a very random song <laughs> yeah well, it's fun what, does, does your school have a mascot <laughs> i mean is your, are you the uh, um the sinclair saints no. Uh, oh my gosh. Hey, that ties back to what we were talking about. Okay, so we're actually the Tartans, which has to, which refers to Tartans. Like, I know what a Tartan is. That's yeah. That's not a mascot. Well, it is. A Tartan our, is a pattern. How how can a pattern be a mascot? Well, well our mascot is a lion wearing a Tartan <laughs> pattern. I know, but you know, <laughs> he's a furry. Hey. Well, Floats then why boat. isn't it the Sinclair Lions? Or, or, or I, the Scottish, I, the Sinclair Scottish Lions. Then. I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> he's he's is he wearing like is it like a, a tartan like a kilt with a tartan or? Yes, I will send you a does, picture. Does he have a pair of bagpipes? Uh, yes, I believe so. Or not a pair, it's, but uh, like a set of bagpipes. Yes, yes, he does. Um, does your school but, have any athletic programs? Yes, yes, we do. Okay. Yes. And, and, and does someone actually like like do you see the 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 Scottish bagpipe playing tartan lion? Uh out? yeah, there actually is a mascot. So, I believe so. That's what I want a picture of. That's what I want a picture of. Okay. <laughs> Included on the description notes. Definitely. Um but yeah, basically whenever I go throughout school and go through a day cuz I'm there Tuesdays and Thursdays this this semester and I'm there all day, from 8 in the morning to 9 at night. So my schedule is really, really booked because I also work. But when I'm there and I have free time, my brain just – well, my brain's always in macro mode. But it just – it it kicks into overdrive because I'm like, okay, walking down the hallways, wouldn't it be cool if, you know, this was a macro school and I was tiny? Or then I'll reverse it, and I'll be like, what if this was the normal size school, and I'm dropped on all fours about 20 feet tall, and I have to squeeze in places, or, you know. It just, it goes haywire. It's so much fun. So, so what would, so, you're referring to, you know, you're, you're going to college. Yes. Uh, let's take it back a step into, like, you know, to high school. Okay. Uh, 
you know, what would a day in high school be like for someone who is barely big enough to fit in the hallways? Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> well, from like a first day perspective, let's let's just even back it up even further. Let's say that this new kid is like no one knows who he is. Like he's just brand new. He just comes out of the blue, and then like the teacher informs the students that they have a new student coming and he's like he's a little bit large so you know don't giggle and at first everyone's thinking oh he's a fatty haha but then he pokes his head in the door it's like hi guys and then people are freaking out (laughs) that would be awesome and then like he has to curl up in the back of the room where everyone has to like like grab a piece of his you know his tummy or something and like have everyone leaning up against him for class oh so the, the problem i'm first running into is is if how is he fitting into the room in the first place he's a panda enough said <laughs> that, that doesn't make any sense you you have so much floof but your actual body is not very big <laughs> i don't know well he wouldn't be super huge i guess he would probably like are we talking all fours or are we talking anthro i mean anthro you know anthro okay probably Ten feet tall, he would have to crouch. Well, that's not very big at all. That's that's almost that's almost like real people size. Ten feet tall? Well, almost, you, almost. Yeah, well, like what Dragonian was saying, uh, if, even if you're eight feet tall, you're only coming up to like mid their belly button, so it's it's still huge. That's not true. You, well, if, if someone was eight feet tall, I'd be coming up to like their their shoulders, maybe their pecs. Okay, never mind. I would be coming up to their belly button. <laughs> But if he was 10 feet tall, like, at that point, I, I think it would really be how people would react to him at first. You can pretty much guess. You would say, oh, my gosh, he's huge. Oh, my gosh, he's scary. Or, oh, my gosh, he's amazing. Or, oh, my gosh, what is this? And then as you get to know him, depending on his personality, his or her personality, like, it could be, oh, he's, you know, this new school bully and no one can touch him. He's basically the Goliath of this school now. Or... He's just, he's just a big sweetie, or she's just such a big sweetie, and she's like the biggest help, or he's the biggest help ever. So I think it'd be interesting, like, from a first day perspective, no one knows who this person is, and so, then they just come in. So you don't think that the the differences would, especially high school, people don't, like, people don't like people that are different. You yeah. know, it's, yeah, they, yeah. you don't think that would cause some, this guy, this, this, this new macro guy or girl it to would. be... Uh, be kind of aloof or, or to be, be pushed off, I oh. guess? Well, if one could push him or her, then yes. Metaphorically but... speaking. <laughs> I know. But yes, I would say that uh, he or she would probably be alienated very quick. Um, but here's the thing. I know that deep in the heart of every high schooler, there deep lies... In the heart of Texas. <laughs> yes. Texas is huge. But... Deep in the heart of every high schooler, I know that there's a part where the curiosity is there, but how their fellow peers react is what means the most. I know that for me in high school, personally, that's the way it was for me. Um, I do admit it now, because I'm not ashamed of it anymore. It's, it's, it's fact. But I used to make fun of the furs at my school, because I was just trying to fit in with everyone else. And it was, it was terrible. That's a huge empty well. So if there was a if there was a giant that went to school the first day, yes, they would probably, depending on if they're tough or not. If they're not, they would probably want to break down and cry. But if they're tough, then I guess they would just stick with it and 
scare people. Well, here's the thing. I don't think people would make fun because there'd be a little bit of fear in there, too. Yeah, there'd be avoidance. You know, it it would almost be just, you know, talking behind his back, that kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I I would think that this giant would uh, either be avoided or, like you said, talk behind their back or what have you. But that, depending on, like, who they are and, like, how people react, eventually, if they make friends and things happen, if and when, I'm going to say if and when, they make friends, that could melt away. They could easily be the next, like, most popular person or something. Not that popularity is everything, but still. Depending on their character, depending on their moral, like, even if you're huge, you're still a person. So that's one of those different things, like people who are gay, people who are different, people who have, like, a different something about them that normally isn't accepted at first. You're still a person. So in high school, it's harder to look past that. And there have been many cases where people, you know, have been alienated for a while, but then it goes away. So I think that giant has, of course, a very good shot. But what do you think? Well, I, I think, know. you know, I think it depends on finding that one person, one or, or maybe a small group of people mm-hmm. who aren't afraid of befriending the giant. I'll be your friend! You know, going up to him. <laughs> and, 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 you know, if it just stays at that small group, that one or two people, that's fine. Yep. But, I, you know, you've often found that, especially with someone new, once they get past that initial ice-breaking of, of getting that first one. And boy, would they break the ice. Then, <laughs> then it becomes easier and easier as more people realize that, yeah. you know, hey, this person is you know, normal, this person is kind of cool, this person has some interesting you know, things that we've never seen before. Yeah, uh, and like, who wouldn't want to ride home on the shoulders of someone huge? I mean, exactly. come on. It's so cute, the image of my head. <sighs> it would also, I imagine you'd be pretty popular come basketball season. Uh, it'd be illegal, I would think. If you're ten I mean, feet that's tall, that's not fair. There's no rule in basketball that says you have you, you can't be taller yeah, than this. That's true. Well, in the FBA, there's a one flap rule for avians. Yeah. <laughs> We're not talking about the FBA. Well, I sort of. Okay. <laughs> I love the FBA, though. Love you, Buck Hopper. If you ever listen to this, um, so. Let's go ahead and switch it into the opposite perspective. We already talked about what a giant would do. What if about someone tiny? Like, let's go ahead and say under a foot tall. Like, what types of... I don't want to just say struggles, but what types of experiences do you think would happen from, like, a first-day perspective and then, like, from later on and things? Well, one of the things that, you know, obviously you wouldn't have to deal with the... But, you know, not being able to fit through school, that would not definitely not be a problem. But at the same mm-hmm. time, you'd probably be late for class a lot because going from one end of the hall to the other is is something that you know is a multi-mile jog uh, when yeah. you're only a, a few inches tall. Yeah. So unless you find a friend, it's a great who, way to stay in shape. Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, but unless you find a friend who has you know who's willing to, to carry you or let you ride on them, and who has Ooh. the same schedule that you have. You know, that that would be very tough. Yes, it's just, oh my gosh, again, with the adorable images of my head. <laughs> and, and and would, do you think that the textbooks would be sized Aww. down? Because uh, you know, that, that 
Oh. Printing printing an individual book is extraordinarily expensive. I can't imagine most school districts would go to the trouble of of changing their their you know printing off one book that is sized for somebody six inches tall. I don't think they would either. So that would mean that they would have to. Well, they probably couldn't carry their books from well, class to class. Well, you have ebooks now, huh? <laughs> but then they'll be as big as the iPad. Yeah. <laughs> so they just carry it over their head like trot 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 trot. <laughs> That's true. I guess I'm going to class. Most, a lot of schools now are actually going away from textbooks altogether and just going with yes. iPads. Mm-hmm. My, I know my uh, the high school I went to. My cousin's oh, kid goes there now. These days. He gets he gets an iPad. He gets an iPad. And you get an iPad. And you get an iPad. It's over. Everybody ah! gets an iPad. Who goes to school? Gosh. Every teacher now is Oprah. Mm. Yeah. I've heard of schools before, like like even before now, like handing out free laptops. You just had to give it back yeah. at the end of the year. I'm like, that is so cool. My school never did that. Yeah, and that's I think that's something that happened kind of started happening more so after I left high school, uh, where yeah. they would you know there, there would be programs like that, and it's usually only something in you know more well-to-do schools as well. Mm-hmm. So okay, so maybe a more well-to-do school would be a better fit for. Are a mm-hmm. tiny person because they could probably make Literally. their accommodations. Yes. Um, I would also think, like, is this tiny individual, less than a foot tall, able to adapt? Because the way it kind of started, I didn't, like, I wasn't wanting to have it like a linear thing. That's kind of where it went. Uh, like, this person isn't really able to take care of his or herself. Like, they need help. Like, what if this person's just a downright ninja? And they're, like, a foot tall, but they are able to leap on top of things. They're able to, like, get inside their locker, no sweat. They're able to, like, you know, probably not carry books, but they don't need so much help. Like, just going away from the impairments. You like, would almost have to have, like, a Batman utility belt in that situation. <laughs> because well, cause or think about, club. like, climbing into the locker, no matter how good you can leap, there's no way, if, if you're six inches tall, you cannot jump the six feet to the top locker shelf. Well... Kitty. <laughs> that's uh, no cat can jump that high. Yeah. That's okay. that's twelve <laughs> times <laughs> the pers- the character's height. Serval. Anyway, um, servals can't jump that high. Yeah, I know. It's like six times, but anyway. Yeah. Um. So, like, I guess let's let's take it away from that a little bit. Like, let's say they have their small group, and or let's say they have someone like their older brother or their sister, or no, it would have to be a younger sibling to make it, you know, ironic. Um, so they're helping them all the time. They don't have too much impairments. But if like, they're, but if the younger sibling, they're not going to take in the same classes. They they need to almost have like a okay. like a school buddy that the school would assign to them to yeah. have the same schedule. That makes sense. That's right. Because it's not college. That's right. Like I still have a college mindset. Um, so let's say let's just throw it strictly into a social thing, like we did with the giant, because we assume that the giant, of course, could take care of himself because hello, he's huge. Him or her. But you know, there are huge. probably some things that a giant wouldn't be able to do for himself. Uh, yeah, like you know, type like, on a keyboard? Yeah, type typing, writing up reports would be difficult. That the thing that Flinters drew the other day about the ergonomic keyboards for dragons. <laughs> that was adorable. I, I could show that. you that. I could show you that. It's adorable. I I'm just thinking there's a picture. I think it's a relatively old picture, but of King Dead mm. uh, oh. sitting in like an office, crouched <laughs> down. And maybe he's maybe like 20 feet tall, but crouched check, down check, trying to type check. on a. Uh, I think it's a typewriter. It may be a computer, but. Oh, yeah. That's adorable. Yes. By the way, uh, just a quick side thing. King Dead, I've decided 
you have influenced me to become a superhero. My name is Obnoxygen. Gosh. That's fitting. That's... <laughs> Gosh. That was something that I thought of the other day, and I don't think I told Katie, but I was, I was wanting to. But anyway, I just did. So. Yay. But when it comes to this tiny person, when it comes to the social aspect... Again, let's let's throw it into that. Where they, would they? They would probably more be more prone to getting bullied. We can probably assume that, which is bad. But you know, let's. I guess, like, what do you think? Well, would, I I yeah. think that they would be more prone to being affected by a bully. Uh, yeah. You know, I I think bullies. Yes, they will. They do prey on the weak, and and you know, who's going to be weaker in a school than someone who's six feet tall, but it, then again, if it's mighty. somebody who is, you know, as ninja-ish as you describe, yeah. they oh, would gosh. probably have some ways that they could kind of get back, like maybe <laughs> take, you know, whip, whip around and tie the bully up and, and force the bully huh. into his own locker. Oh, gosh, yeah. And that actually just reminded me of the whole thing a couple episodes back when we were talking about the micro, who is dominant, mm-hmm. or more dominant, I guess, because when you have two dominants going up against each other, one of them is better. One of them is, you know, there's never really an equal match dominant. One of them is going to win eventually. So um, it may switch back and forth. But if you definitely have two egos, like this tiny little ninja has the ego of Kratos or something. He's just got this huge ego. And so he's able to actually be a bully himself. That well, would be you know, an ironic it's, flip. It's something kind of like... Uh... Asura's Wrath. Irony. Uh, Asura's Wrath that yes. shows that even size if you're going against somebody up. who's a size of a planet, and yeah. you know you can, there's still ways to win. Yeah, well, realistically speaking, not really, but you know, it. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're talking. I don't about, know. What yeah. do you mean realistically? <laughs> I don't understand that word. Well, like if there was really someone the size of a planet, it wouldn't. Uh... Asura, Asura one. Well, I know, but yeah, okay. I'm not one. It hurts. My brain hurts now. I'm not one to think realistically. Moving on. That's the thing. You know, we're talking about <laughs> yeah! people that are six six inches or sixty yeah. feet tall. I, I think. I'm sorry. I know, had a moment. Realism a moment. plays at maybe a certain degree, but <laughs> yeah, you know, there, well, there are. Well, a real place, so that's pretty much the only realism. So what if let's let's try to take us into a different degree then? Uh, what if there was a uh, a situation where somebody suddenly started growing in school. Uh-huh. Like they, they, they were normal mean, size, but the growth kind of happened outside of their control. You mean my favorite mer school moment ever? <laughs> um, well, uh, that's actually one that I've thought of quite a bit. And there's actually a Calvin and Hobbes strip. He's not at school, but he's doing homework. And mm-hmm. he's actually growing to the point where he's no longer able to fit in his house and he needs to get out quickly. Depending on how fast it goes, like a couple episodes back, the definition of an explosion is something getting really big really fast. So if they explode in growth or if it's slow, that depends. Like, can you just imagine feeling this rumble and you're deep down inside you raising your paw and going, ah, Mr. 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 Smith. I I couldn't think of a name. Uh, I need to go take care of something. And then, you know, you're able to get outside or... Would it just be, Mr. Smith, I can't... <laughs> so, uh, I think it, it would be a lot more fun if it was just an explosion. But, you know, that would... Maybe like a happy medium. What do you think? Well, I like, think I, you know, I, I think it's more 
of a slowish growth yeah. would be better. What because... is it about growing out of stuff that is just so amazing? Ugh. Just, I'm not a part of this system. <laughs> it's just so fun. Well, you're almost talking about it like it's something that that the person can control. I'm kind of coming from well, no. the other direction where it's well, yeah. you know it's someone that something that they are. It's out of their control. It's it's yeah. it's. You have way more of an affinity for that. I've noticed. Maybe. Yeah, I I I like it more being controlled, uh, but I do like it out of their control as well. Because if it's out of their control, it's sporadic. It's panic-inducing. It's oh no, the drama level is, is of course it's chaotic. That's that's chaotic. a big thing for me. Is that it's it's that's exciting. It it's yeah. It's oh what now? Yeah. Yeah. I love the control factor too, but I definitely like the drama control or the is so chaotic. boring. Well, not not always. Uh-huh. It's always. I like both. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I I'm able to control my size, so I guess that's why I say that. But you can too, so I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> not when I started. Yeah, oh, that's true. There's something I still that miss had to be your developed. giant ticky paws. Um. Okay. So, growing out of something. Like, for me, when it comes to growing out of something, I am right smack dab in the middle. It truly depends on the day for me. Like, if I was in school and I have the ability to grow, something that happens to me, like, truthfully, it happens to me all the time. It's it's not quite extreme anymore. It used to be. Trust me. My parents had a heck of a time and repaired a lot of things because, you know, just like the story that Sylvan wrote, that's actually – Kind of what happened. I mean, my emotions got the better of me, and I couldn't stop growing. So, you know, when it's that spontaneousness, that reaction to something, I do love that. Like, it's it's just releasing. It's just getting huge, either for a reason or no reason. So it's definitely fun. And just bursting out of something, I don't know what it is, but it's just, <laughs> just whether controlled or not, so good. And then at that point, like, you know, at that point, you've caused chaos. You look down, you see your fellow classmates looking up in awe, and you're just like, "Hi!" <laughs> like, what happens after that? Just you know. So you don't try to like suddenly just run away and 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 hide yourself and and flee from Aww. everybody. Um. Well, me personally, everyone knows. I mean, well, I yeah. Have, I guess I, I guess I'm thinking of more of like in a hypothetical situation, like we're talking yeah. about. Well, if that, if in a hypothetical situation you have Geico, Giants Everywhere Insurance Company, then you'd be fine. You could just sit there and, you know, wait to shrink. But if you don't, and, you know, you're ashamed and embarrassed, then, yeah, you would probably end up fleeing and leaving those beautiful giant paw prints behind. Mer. Mer, mer, mer. <laughs> um, so about the situation with, like, let's take... A normal size fur, you know, and it happens. Like we don't even know who this person is. It's just someone who has this growth spurt. Which would you like? Which do you think would be better? Them being, oh my gosh, I'm terrified, or them being, hey, look at this. I prefer the whole the being terrified and okay, not, and and the accidental stuff yeah i I, i'm thinking of there's uh i just kind of found i i followed this artist for a while and i've seen this art art for a while but uh kuro neko k-u-r-o-n-e-k-o has several uh sketches in their gallery that kind of follow along this theme of of having 
people in school that are just like, you know, huh. what's what's happening to us? Oh, oh, no, not again, that kind of thing. Yes, and I don't know what it is about school, but school just, like, when you throw any scenario, like any macro scenario, and you just have school in there, like, even if it's not a macro scenario, you can always think of something when it comes to school, because it's, it's a big part of everyone's life. <laughs> big part. Well. well, the whole thing, you know, about school also is that, especially when you're talking about middle school and high school, everyone no. is just wanting to try to fit in. And, <laughs> and Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that that's harder for some than others. Exactly. You know, what on... what is going to make that harder than suddenly doubling or tripling or you know? Okay, I see what you're saying. Trying to go up to higher ratios, but you know, yes. going going much bigger in height. Yeah, because you would no longer quote unquote ready. Wait for it. Fit in. Literally, you would no longer fit in. Kansen, exactly. Kansen, you can't make an emphasis on the pun that I have already used. But I just did. Yeah, and, and it doesn't work. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I tried. I, I, I tried it. I failed it. This you see that's the other thing about school. You know, so many schools nowadays are just going into oh you, you get an A for effort, you know, and I've yeah. never been believe that. I you have no. to you, you have, have to, to uh, the effort. Yep. You have to do quality, you know. Just because do better. You're a macro. I'm, I'm giving you a C on that, Kenson. You can do better. Okay. okay. It's okay. I, I I need to study more. Yeah. Pun punology. Yeah. I don't I don't I, I can't I can't pun. So here's so so that brings me to another <laughs> idea then. Let's say we are in a scenario where it's a school that is specifically made for macros. Ah. Like we're in still a real world, but this is one school where you have the you know, seventy or eighty macros. That maybe on the outskirts of a town. So it's a macro micro co-ed school. <laughs> well, not even that. No, no, it's it's, it's one that 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 let, let's say it's just for macros, and they're trying to teach things that would. I mean, what what would a school like that teach macros to help them in the real world? Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. Okay. Um. Well, before I say anything, I actually just thought of there's a book series. It's not a book series. It's a manga. That has to deal with forest animals trying to learn how to be human. Like they use magic to turn into humans and there's a school that teaches them how to be human. It's kind of like the same idea. Like a macro learning how to function in actual society. Like like taking Paul Bunyan, for example, like as the tall yeah, tale, yeah. and he's always huge. He has to learn how to cope with that in real life. So, you know, and get a career. And that, that ties into what we were talking about with Tiern with the macro jobs. So then that would pretty much be like a trade school or a school for macros to find what job they would like to do, which if you're permanently well, macro, there'd be some. And then, you know. So, I mean, since we talked a little bit about jobs, let's try to steer away maybe a little bit from trade schools since that's already been covered. But yeah. just in general, what would be uh, specific kind of life skills that would apply to any macro that, say, a, a macro high school would want to teach their mm. students? That would be, and things that would be different. I mean, obviously, there's going to be some things that would be the same for you know, macro mm -hmm. just for regular people, but yeah. are well, there any specific have... types of classes that you think they would cover? Uh, yes. Um, I think they would probably, truthfully, have all of the gen eds, all the other regular classes, but they would have to have a couple classes that would have strictly macro teachers to, to teach them things, because these macros would have to teach the younger macros Well, I, I, think, I think you would assume that in this situation the whole school is macro, including the teachers and the administration. 
Oh, you're talking about an all macro school. You're not talking yes, about Yes, that's any... what I said. Oh, okay. I missed it. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, okay, so uh let's see, the life skills probably grace, like like gracefulness, dexterity. That would probably be a, P- a phys ed class all by itself. Because in order to get along with the micros, depending on what size you are, you would have to be able to step around them. You would have to be able to be, you know, hand- paw eye coordination at its peak. So there would probably be a specific set of classes for that. Um, there would be, of course, math, reading, write, science. Science! Um, and, you know, aperture science would be there to test the subjects. Um, but... Other than that, I mean, I so can't you, really so, think of any. So you don't think there would be any kind of classes in in like proper ways to to rampage? Or oh, ways? now I see. What, okay, or maybe I, I even was... something like anger management type. <laughs> so, yeah, so oh that my you gosh, don't destroy okay. too much of the city. Okay, yeah, you were way more prepared for this than I was. Uh, yes, that's perfect. Yeah, honestly, that's a shock because I, I I would think that you would be more in this mindset than I would be. Well, uh, yeah. Um, well, I was in the whole helping mindset which is where i usually am but you're in the more destruction well mindset. I, I don't th- I, so. I i think it could be it could be it could be either <laughs> that's true well like the rampaging yeah like how to rampage like <laughs> i actually submitted something like an fa thing of me in fursuit like how to rampage chirpzilla style but i'm gentle so <laughs> not really a rampage well it's but, almost yeah, there like would probably did, be classes did you read the uh the story I, the request i did for a story uh I don't. I haven't yet. Did you? You posted it, right? Yeah, I posted it like, two, like two months ago. I haven't. Okay. Disclaimer, Big Brother, and everybody. There's times where I don't and can't truthfully get on FA. So if I miss something, I'm really terribly sorry. I don't. It's not intentional. Like if I ever don't reply or if I ever don't do something, just please know that I want to. But there's a lot of times that I can't. So I try to keep up, and I has fast paws, so that helps, and they're big, and they're huge, so that also helps, but I was also a great big dirt, so I trip over myself, so just bear with me. <laughs> Moving on. Because you always go to Cedar Point, that's why. It all, was only twice, hey! Point. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. So I'm not even um, going to talk about that, then I'm, gonna, I'm not even going <laughs> to summarize it for you, you're going to have to read it on your, on your own. Okay, it works for me. <laughs> Well, fine. Maybe I will just read it myself and not be spoon-fed. Well, <laughs> fine. Do that. Okay, fine. I will. Stop, stop, stop. Okay, so... Played right into my paws. <laughs> yes. But I love being here. Well, no, I... Big and huge. That, and definitely. Warm. Snuggle me. <laughs> um, but... What were we talking about again? <laughs> Uh, what were we talking about? Uh, it's the whole, uh, like, different classes. Like, the whole rampaging classes and things. So, like, I mean, that, those are rampage. kind of obvious ones, you know, rampaging and... Yeah. Uh, how to stomp. Oh my gosh, that's basic. Hey, that's baby steps. Oh! So, so what would be so... Baby stomps. What would be things oh. that would need to be taught in a school, though? Like, how to stomp, I mean, that's one of those things that you kind of have... That That's street smarts. That, that, that's... Huh. Yeah, That's you know, it, you learn that really easily. <laughs> yeah. Take your first stomps. Aww. Oh my gosh, I just got the image of my... Like, there was a thing I saw once, like a Godzilla panel someone did, a comic of. It's like, 
there's a mother Godzilla on the cell phone, and then the like the son is like three years old, quote unquote, and he's like over rampaging a city, and she's <laughs> on the phone like, "How oh, you are missing your son's first rampage for work? Are you serious?" I'm like, ah. So wouldn't his ramp his his work be rampaging too? I don't know. We never found out, but you know. It was it was really cute, but it made me think of that. Um, but like the different classes, like you're talking about not obvious things. You're probably talking more along the lines of. Well, I mean, the obvious things. That's the thing. Because they're obvious, yeah. they are. It's not like calculus. It's like like regular mathematics to put it in like a like a analogy. It's not something that's learned right off right off paw. You'd like maybe even almost like uh, I'm trying to think like giant ethics like you know with the ah. whole idea of with great power comes great responsibility for manities <laughs> for manities um yeah I definitely understand that like teach them at an early age and as they progress through school that basically you're huge don't abuse it so yep that that would be interesting yeah or, or like, maybe uh, like just a like a debate class. on and trying, like, like having a, a debate in school of whether it is you know good to be a protector or whether as a macro if you have the right to uh, or maybe even the duty to be okay. dominating. This I, actually kind of gets me into a, a, a topic that maybe I was going to go a little bit more in depth with uh, that I was having with uh, a discussion I was having with Dr- Draconian. Uh, let's go with it. Let's go for it. Basically, what we talked about was in response to something that who was it? L L L. Lucha Libre. Lucha Libre Lupendos or something? Yes. Okay. He was yes. basically he had basically posted Lucha a, uh, <laughs> a journal of, Lucha, you know, frustrated Lucha, with Lucha, Lucha. frustrated with a lot of the jerks oh. in the macro community. I guess a lot of the people oh. that are self-centered and, and very all oh. about them. I understand, yeah. Um, whenever that kind of stuff comes up, I just, I, my ears droop back and I just, I slowly just kind of listen and nod. I'm like, I don't know, but I love everyone, so. <laughs> well, <I don't> know. <laughs> and that's one of the things where Draconian was starting to, in some ways, and granted, he was, I've already had a discussion on what I disagree with him, so I'm not using this as a as a platform to well, kind of okay. to, to, yeah, to be upset with him or anything. I'm just trying to bring up the idea. But he was basically talking about in the macro community, there are you know the the, the whole it basically all comes down to the idea of power and, and uh, the idea yeah. of a being uh, huge. Well. It's it comes with a lot of perks, quote unquote. It comes with a lot of bonuses, and 
of course, you have the size, you have the strength, you have millions times more power and strength than someone who is under you. So the macro community, it can be viewed as a huge power trip, no pun intended there, but it can also be viewed something completely different. So while it might be, um, you know, it might come off, like there's always different layers to everything. There's always the initial layer, which is quote unquote, the stereotypical layer, like even furries in general, like we all have a stereotypical layer, but those who only choose to look at that one layer are missing out on a whole lot more. And that's where, you know, general society sees a lot of stuff. But when it comes to macros in specific, there are lots of macros who are very in between two lines. There is the power, but then there's also the gentle. There are some who are on extremes, and then there are some who are in the middle. But, there are some who flip-flop. Well, I think so. what, he was, what he was saying is that even the, the idea of a gentle macro, that that, that gentle macro is still you know, focused on power. It's just a different kind of power. I see. And that's well, where I was starting to get a little mm-hmm. bit... Well, a, size... A little bit un- unsure of what he was saying, I guess. Well, size does matter. That's the name of our podcast. <laughs> but it's also, like, when you have size, you have a blessing. You have a gift. It's not something that, you know, maybe everyone has. So how you choose to use it like in that whole ethics class thing in high school style, it really is by choice. Like we we should have heroes like King Dead who stand against the evil macros and prevent the tormenting. And then there's also those who are can be evil. But it's truthfully here in the fandom, it truthfully is just meant to be fun. If it goes any farther, then then that's that's choice. So, well, but... I, I think I think where our biggest area of disagreement was where I think Luce was talking about people that really just are you know make the conversation all about them. They never like to 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 lose, quote unquote, whenever any discussion or role play or anything comes up. And ah, I see. And and they have to always be you know dominating others. I understand. Um, permission to turn this discussion a little bit deeper. Okay. Okay. As a macro who does have a dark past, and I do, I, if I ever got into a role play with someone before Jesus, I would probably want to be exactly that. I would want it to be all about me. But that's truthfully, it has to do with, and it's that word that lots of people probably are expecting, insecurities. Not, not pinning it against anyone, but we all have insecurities. There's no one alive who has never had an insecurity in their life. They can surface in different ways. So imagine, since we're talking about school, imagine in real life, you are different from everyone else. You are picked on. You are bullied. There's a part of you that wants to get back, if, you, if we can all be honest with ourselves. There is a part that wants to get back. And depending on how much that festers, depending on how much that grows and it gets out, it can come out into a giant being inside, like a macro or something. And everyone just wants to be accepted. Everyone wants to be loved. Lots of people try and find it in different ways, and some ways are better than others. But when it comes to someone who wants to be the center of attention, 
and someone who wants to be like it's all about them they haven't gotten that like they haven't gotten good attention in their life probably or as much as they should have and everyone deserves attention everyone deserves love so just as a personal example back before everything happened the way it is now if i would have talked to any of you guys you probably wouldn't like me very much because I would want it to be all about me because I never had any friends in high school and in school in, peer- in general. So, so, so here's, it's not so much that I'm disagreeing, but maybe coming from a different perspective uh-huh. that I never really was bullied as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, I, Maybe like I, there was, I, I can remember there was one kind of guy I didn't really get along with back in uh, fourth or third grade. But yeah. pretty much from from then on, especially when I switched schools uh, in fifth grade, I I wasn't the most popular kid. Yeah. And and middle school was a little little rough, but I, I also got along with people more or less most of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, heck, there were two or three years where I was elected class president. No. There were other factors oh, wow. in there, but Yay, awesome. but like I said, I wasn't I wasn't a popular kid, but I also the school was the school class, especially my class, was very tight, and mm-hmm. there wasn't really a lot of bullying happening. I understand on my on, on our class. I think some of the other classes above and below us, I, I, I observed it, but yeah, that makes sense. So because of that. The whole idea of macro for me has never really been about, like you said, getting back at somebody or or or, or anything like that. Yeah, it's way more of an expression of yourself than a, a personification of things inside of you, or like insecurities, well, I guess. I mean, honestly, I think it probably has something to do with the fact that I am, you know, a tall guy. And <laughs> and even though my my characters are or my you know, such as the character I prefer myself as a macro, yeah, I am really more of a micro at heart. Yes, I understand that. Uh, because I I, understand I, that. I prefer to see other people tower over me, and and part of the reason that mm-hmm. I you know, developed my characters towards macro ness was in order to be able to see them look down. Well, to have a character that I wanted to see in a in that kind of a position, yeah, in that in that point of view. Yeah, yeah, I perfectly understand that. Um, I I had mentioned it in one of the other episodes. I I I am both. I'm macro and micro. However, I do flip back and forth easily, but I have a little more of an affinity of looking up. Like mm-hmm. when I get macro art, I love seeing either my paws or someone else's paws looming. Like, it's one of my favorite things ever. Yes, in real life, I would love to be able to grow and see it from that perspective, but it's both. When it comes to those extremes, it's interesting how we're putting this into school, because school is like a beginning segment of the things we learn in life. And it's easy to look at the extremes in that sense. Like, someone who is tiny normally is not focused on power, where someone who is bigger might be. And that's that's something that's very surface level. It's very easy to grasp and observe. Not many people like to say it so bl- so blunt, but it's true. Like the whole thing about size. That's why 
I adore not only the way that, you know, things have happened with me and the way Jesus has been leading me and the reason why I know I'm a macro is not to be giant and stompy and rampagey and that's it. Like, of course, that's that's fun. But I never hurt anybody because of the protective barrier. I love being able to go completely against that tide and saying, yes, I'm huge, but every single ounce of this power is being directed to love. So, it's not always... Not always black and white. <laughs> God. Well, you know, at the same time, I think that... You know, for me personally, it, it, while the size differences are interesting, and, and you know, seeing someone loom above a crowd, mm-hmm. it's like like the way the reason I portray you know Quan in my character the way he is as a playful, mischievous one is is not so much because of wanting to dominate over somebody or thinking that the the micros are less than I am, but yeah, just because I I like. I, I like having fun. You know, I want I want yeah. to Macros uh, just wanna have fun. I, you know, I, I I like being playful and you know, I at least in my mind yeah, having fun in a macro way is fun not just for me but for yeah, the lots of people. The the, the people underneath me, quote unquote. Yes. <laughs> I definitely understand that. Like if I was really my huge spotty self in real life I would want to entertain people. That would be one of my biggest joys. Not because I would want it to be like, oh, hey, look at me. I would want to make people smile. I would want to do things like just right now at my size and being human. That is my favorite thing. Just putting smiles on people's faces. It It's what keeps me. It Truthfully, I say Mountain Dew is my fuel, but that's my fuel. That's It's such a heartwarming experience to be able to use what God's given me and all the things and blessings and just make people smile. I, I adore it. So if I was huge, that's what I would want to do. Like I would probably want to either work at an amusement park or be some type of, you know, you know, I would give people rides because they could say the next day they would tell their friends, I just rode on top of a 250 foot tall feral or anthro cheetah. And he didn't even do anything except snuggle me. <laughs> it was so awesome. So, that would be so much fun. And so that's why we're when Dragonian was saying that everything in macro or micro boils down to to power or, or domination. That's it, what didn't you know that's what rubbed me the wrong way. That's what I understand. That I just didn't gel with, I guess. I'm gonna go ahead and play as uh as different as it may seem for me. I'm gonna go ahead and play the devil's advocate and say that I understand uh what he's saying. I'm not totally agreeing and i don't want to be like oh hey you know quandry you you you're wrong you stink or dragonian you you're wrong you stink i don't want to be that um but it's a very it's true i mean power is something that does corrupt power is something that you know even if you look at it in a basic spectrum of school like there's hierarchies within social life at school Someone who is bigger typically won't get picked on, and they are more prone to do the picking on. Like, you know, uh, what's the bully's name in Calvin and Hobbes? I can't remember. Uh, Mo. 
Mo, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's huge compared to Calvin. He's like almost three times Calvin's size, and that's why he's a bully. Yeah, I so, think it's also implied that he's like twice as old as Calvin, too. Yeah, yeah, he's like 16 or something. But he's, yeah. It's 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 really that, and it, it kind of, to me, I just go, whimper, whine, just pop, 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 pop. Just take your brain away from that stuff that we see all the time and think it think about it look at it in a different perspective that's also something that i really adore doing like my my parents just don't understand sometimes cuz like you're so weird you're so different just why not mesh and i'm like well cuz i really get kicks out of taking something that someone thinks is so normal quote unquote like someone's used to something and stomping all over it ripping it to shreds and saying look at it from this side because the whole thing with size, it's easy to say, oh, you're huge, so you're mean. Oh, you're tiny, so you're docile. And then flip it. Not necessarily flip it, but just look at it from a different, deeper perspective. It's not always so... It, it is and it isn't. That's where it gets complicated. Because there are those who it's just power. And there's those who are not. And that's where I think you can't paint the whole community in, in one brush. And that's yeah. you know I think that's where... My biggest beef with Dragonian was on that was that he was uh, he, he used the phrase and I think it's probably something he regrets saying, but uh, he, he used the phrase that you know I think you know if, if you're looking for something besides that you might be in the you might be in the wrong community. And oh well, hmm. yeah. So well, okay. So you know what? You us... know what? I I don't want. I, I, I've talked to him. I think we've clarified a little bit more. We still have a little bit of disagreement, but. Yeah, I, I, I think I understand a little bit more about what he was saying. I still, yeah. I didn't really get a chance to articulate myself very well talking to him. So that's why I was wanting to talk it out with you because yeah. I wanted to at least think it through verbally. Well, we're not like no ostracizing for anybody because we're all huge. We're all huge or we're all tiny or something here. So we're all friends. It's not something that we're wanting to talk about to be like, and you know for lack of a better way of explaining it since apparently all we ever know is stomps not stomping all over anybody well without their permission or wanting to or something i don't know but like when it comes to just human nature i mean yes we're all we're all humans <gasps> as much as i and probably a lot of us wish we weren't we all understand each other to a certain degree it's not one of those things that since we all are, we all are similar. Like there are going to be disagreements, there are going to be things like that, but we're still tight. We're still close because you know one of the easiest things, or one not easiest, one of the best things about friendship or any type of bond is that you can disagree about stuff and still love each other. So, well, I I think that's one of the things though that irks me just in general. About you know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> we had way too many Family Guy references for this episode. <laughs> yes, but it's with... a phony. A great pick. Okay, I'm done. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> when someone is is just you know always has to be the biggest. Yeah, that. Yeah. In any given situation. Yeah, it just kinda... does, you know, especially if it's in a group situation. You, you know, if it's yeah. if it's one on one, you know, whatever. <laughs> but if it's 
if it's a competition, you know, a chat room or whatever, and it, it just doesn't make it fun for anybody. It's it's mm-hmm. you know, I definitely understand. Um, uh, I've actually <laughs> it just made me think. Rogue actually pulled me by my spotty tail into F list, so I have an account now. I have not actually used it yet, but I plan on it. But like that whole chat room scenario, mm-hmm. someone's um, someone who always tries to be bigger. Like whenever I've been in like a live stream, like Tyrans or Noms or something, like it's it's fun because all of us are like taking turns. Like one of us is huge, and then like a couple minutes later, that person who was tiny is now huge, and then like it shrunk, and then different things. It's not always like continuous, but there's always that sizeception, quote unquote underlying thing there's always a bigger macro but it doesn't have to be like you know oh that's a bad thing no it's actually well bigger is better so that's actually a good thing but it's not outside of a friendly and playful competition it can get dicey i understand but you know let's say oh stomps king dead smooshes between toes he goes beep oh my gosh yay pause and then like three lines later he's like ha and then completely and utterly Flattens me into a giant, oversized, fluffy paw print pancake. Mer! But I guess I guess what I'm talking about is is more the people that if you were to say something like that to the, to stomp them, they'd be like, "No, you can't do that." And, they'd be offended, and, and, and yeah, and yeah. then they would turn around and do do whatever size. Gotta go with the flow, you. man. Yeah. You're gonna be a macro. You gotta like go with the flow, man. <laughs> you gotta if you okay. There should be a creed, a macros creed. This should be a game. First off, but anyway, um, there needs to be this somewhere. Like, it's just basically, if you stomp, you will be stomped. End of story. Because there's always a bigger macro. It's that whole size-ception thing. If you stomp, eventually, since you are a macro and you are a part of a group of macros who can grow and drink themselves, you will be stomped eventually and you will like it. <laughs> oh, well, you probably won't like it, but you still will be. I don't understand why you wouldn't want to be stomped. It's so cozy underneath a paw. It's not so much like not wanting to be stomped because I'm fine with that as long as it's in good fun. But it's it's when it's uh, evil. When it's when it's when it's selfish. It's the same kind of mindset that I don't know if you had a friend like this or if you were a person like this, but when you went over to their house. The friend, they always had, if you were playing video games, they always had to be player one, and they always had to yeah. to have mm-hmm. the good controller. Well, I was always the one that was more like, okay, we'll do what you want to do. But yeah, yeah, there was a couple times that that's happened to me. It's like, can we do something else? No! Can we do something else? No! But I want to go, no! But I just want to go, no! Okay. And then, yeah, it's that whole... You are not going to do anything else because I say so. It's, it's self-centeredness is, is, is what it all yeah. boils down to. And that's not attractive no matter what size you are. Yeah, it's true. Um, isn't there a saying that goes something like, uh, is it selfish? Yeah, selfishness or no, jealousy. But anyway, it can be used with selfishness too. It's an ugly thing. It's selfishness, jealousy, and greed kind of things. So are sort of the prime breeding grounds for drama. And it's interesting that we're talking about school along with this, too, because, hey, school has drama. <laughs> we all, back in those days, had hormones raging and dominance things. And whether we were huge or tiny, all of us could relate in some way to 
feeling both sides of that spectrum. And, so. and I think it's one of those things that the habits you develop in school are yes. what kind of guide you for most of the rest of your life. And that's why a macro school would need to be top of their game, because a macro has a lot more power than someone who is not so big. So basically, not like a military school, but have you ever had a teacher that's just so freaking awesome, you want to take them for the rest of your life, even if you're not in school anymore, you just want to hang out with them? And it's not one of those things, they're a friend, they're a mentor. Like, I'm sure you've had one. Okay, so Taryn, what I want you to do now is to go develop basically macro bully. To, to have yes. a, a a game where you're in a boarding school like in Bully, but Tier. then you go to the town and, oh, the town is just up to your ankle. Sensei. Sensei, do it. <laughs> That's interesting you actually shouted him out because... Um, well, he's the the one yeah. I know who at least yeah. listens to the show who's in game design, and there may be others, but yes. he's the one I know of. Yeah, and speaking of mentors, he's actually one of mine, so... Um, but that whole thing where you had a teacher that you just wanted to spend the rest of your life with in some way because they are so good at what they do. They're so wise. They're so X, Y, Z. Um, I've had a few teachers like that. And basically a school that's comprised of all macros have those teachers there. Like those teachers who aren't just teachers, they go home and they're like, hey, there's the biggest killer right there. We talk about it, self-centeredness. It has to go all the way up to the top. Like even the principal, vice principal, teachers, staff, they all need to be caring and loving. They can't just be, oh, you're just, you know, go home and stomp, do whatever the heck you want. I don't care. I'm still getting paid. I have tenure. Blah, 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 blah. So, like, they actually need to be there for the macros more. Like, it's interesting to think about it in this light, but a macro is actually in more need than someone who is not that huge because... The macro has a way bigger chance of failure and a way bigger chance of being corrupted. So they are, in, in essence, weaker than a tiny because they lack humility probably at a standpoint or at a beginning. So just because you have size doesn't mean you have it all figured out. On the surface, yeah, sure, go ahead and destroy stuff. But when it comes to who you are as a person, your ethics, your morals, what you stand for how you take care of yourself and others, it really depends on more, something bigger than yourself. And that's where a school like that would definitely need to have a family, not just a school. It would need to be like a mini family. So, I think you're, you're creating scenarios that are not extremely realistic. But then again, like we said, realism is thrown out the door. Yeah. Well, like, uh, like, it's interesting to think of, like, something like that, but, you know... You just said the word like about ten times. Like, totally, I'm a valley girl. I think we've already established this. Yes. I'm talking like lumpy space princess. Ow. Oh. <laughs> it's just going to make me make me grimace more when I'm editing. I need to focus on not saying like so much. Give me a lollipop already, so it just takes my, takes my mind off it. Um, <laughs> gag me with a spoon. Um, so, not saying the word... I'm not going to say it. Okay. <laughs> um, you can use it sometimes. Okay. Just don't overuse it. Okay. My gosh. Oh. Um, but I just thought of Naruto. Like, yes, people are probably right now, you guys probably go, oh, Naruto. Oh, mainstream. Oh, oh. Like, there was a point in time where if 
I know that when I was around some people and I mentioned Naruto, they were kind of like, hey, Naruto is an awesome story. And like, I said it again. And <laughs> in the story, I just ruined the seriousness of that moment. Okay, get it back. Well, I, story, I was going to say, I, I, I probably have already zoned out when you started saying Naruto. Okay. Well, for those of you who know the story, uh, before Shippuden, which is the second part of the series, uh, all of the ninja, whether it be uh, ch- uh, Chonin, uh, Genin, Chunin, Chunin, Genin, whatever, whatever level, they all go to a school. They all get trained in ninjutsu, taijutsu, genjutsu, whatever. But it's a, it's more than just a school. Like the entire Hidden Leaf Village is a family. So having a school that's basically your family would be best case scenario. But like, and I said it again, what you said, uh, it's kind of not realistic, but it should be. It really should be. If we all strive for it, we all want it. So it's up to someone turn I'm just <laughs> up to someone to get it going I would love to do that actually okay so send all the donations to Kenson and he'll get that up and running for you yay <laughs> just make sure that uh, when you when you fill them out you spell Kenson K W A N D R Y uh huh uh huh uh huh uh huh yeah 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 and send them to one hundred Big Red Panda Boulevard, Dallas, Texas. And I shall use my internet hacking skills, or just my big stompy paws, to intercept the money. Now I'm kidding. So now I we're think... sort of getting back into Saints Row with some heist. Yeah. <laughs> Come full circle! We should be playing Saints Row instead. Yay! So let's end uh, this podcast so we can all go play Saints Row. Okay, yes. Um, but we still have some other stuff we need to do first. I'm hungry! I'm let's hungry too! Mercy segment. Go! No, you go Bird first. Murder factor. Okay. Um. Crap! I wasn't prepared. Um. Yeah, was I. <laughs> <laughs> Lol. Okay. Um. I'm. That that's the sound of my, the gears in my head turning. By the way, um, it's like a wind-up toy. I'm gonna go ahead and throw a shout out to. Hey, why not, Rogue? You are. Okay, okay, yeah, that's actually good. Um, Rogue. Do, do you just pick the ones that are like the most popular? Like Rogue is like the most well-known macro. I don't think he needs a shout out. Well, there's actually a reason. For it. Um, I thought of him off the top of my head, but there's also another reason for it. I actually wanted to shout out to him a little bit before, but I kept forgetting. And um, I know everyone knows him. Duh. I know he's been around forever. Duh. I know that he is probably everyone's or most everyone's favorite uh, macro fursuiter. I know that. But... Um, this is something incredibly personal. It's not, it's not a shout out so much as it is a thank you, a mega pounce snuggle hug, because if it wasn't for you, Rogue, I wouldn't even know what furries are because the reason why I found the furry fandom in the first place was because I saw a picture of Rogue, like a piece of art of Rogue stomping around 
and I saw him the size of Godzilla, or more, and being himself. And I saw that, and before I had no idea, but that was the first part, that was the first time I ever got exposed to not only furries, but macro furries, and instantly I knew it was me. So, in a way, uh, Rogue, you pretty much are one of the factors that led to me being myself right now. And the fact that I was able to meet you on several occasions, uh, I met you at Megaplex back in 2012, uh, and, I mean, okay, a little bit of a story, just a tiny one, <laughs> like, yep. sure, tiny, um, when I was at Megaplex and I met him, I, uh, I never expected to actually hang out with him, like, hang out, hang out with him, because, you know, you think of a poppy fur sometimes, and you think, oh, you know, they're just gonna go do their own thing, and, you know, I'm not really, I don't really know them, so it's fine. I got to say hi. Awesome. Got a hug. Yeah. I mean, I got to meet Rogue, so yay. A little later, during the con, after I first got to hang out with him and meet him and stuff, he actually takes me by paw, stomps me over to the photo shoot room, and actually gets pictures of our paws and stuff, because, you know, he likes doing that. And then, a little later on, after all that's done and they were processed, he bought a copy and gave it to me. I still have it. So, Rogue, when I first met you, you're awesome. Just right off the bat. You're incredible, you're generous, you're amazing. You're not just a big, stompy, macro wolfie. You have a heart of gold. So, I love you. And that's my mer factor, I guess. What about you, Panda Paws? Oh, Still I have thinking. to come up with one now? Yeah, you do. Uh, Make it a good one. Make mer- it a good one. I'm too hungry. I don't want to come up with one. Oh, where's the soundboard when you need it? Boom, boom, boom. Well, bah. since you picked the most obvious one, I, <sighs> I guess any one I pick is is going to sound obscure uh, in comparison. No, no, it doesn't have to be. So I'm going to pick. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give a shout out to Teaselbone. Ah, Teaselbone's one, one I know you know. And, and that's yes. going to break the streak, though. It's going to break the streak of, of, of seven or six in a row of... And it's go- it was going to end eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Unless I just keep on finding new uh, new artists. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, you would. But, yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah Teaselbone... Oh, there we go. Teaselbone is you know, very prolific, very yes. uh, well-known, probably, within the community. Mm-hmm. And, He's been there. He's been here forever. Yeah, been around for, for years and years. Uh Probably leans a little more into the fat slash inflato fur than than is my personal taste, but yeah. you know even within then, even within those type of pictures, it is still mm-hmm. just Way bien. very good. Yeah, and, bien. and you know his his line his lines are amazing. His the very yeah. very clean line art. Very uh, yeah. As a budding artist, I look at his art and I drool. Yeah. Well, and it's just something to where I think he does a really great job with illustrating growth uh, right. specifically, you know, as far as not just size difference, but the actual process of growth, especially in, in oh my you know, sequences. Like his, one of his more recent ones, uh, Special Pizza, is a sequence of six <laughs> uh, little sketches with a fox uh, going from, you know, filling up a room to, oh, look, he is sitting on top of the planet. Ha, yes. Um, could you include that in the description, too? 
just as a random tidbit, include the link. Because I don't, I haven't no, seen it yet. I can probably work. go check it. Oh, okay. Just go to his page. It's in the scraps. But that's too much work. <laughs> then <laughs> you wouldn't see I it if know. I included it in the page. Then I don't know. I just be in a derp, like always, chippy derp. But yeah. Um, I need to get a commission from from Teasel. Yes, I definitely want to as well. But monies will come eventually. <laughs> I spend all um, my monies elsewhere. I don't know if he's gonna be at There's NFF. He might be. There's a huh? cheetah. He did. It's actually not even a macro pick though. One of the few mm. non-macro sketches, but a cheetah mm. in running shorts on a track. Nice. One of my favorite picks from him is actually there's this giant wolfy gal who is sitting on the is sitting on the earth and playing with the moon in her paws in her feet paws and the angle yeah the physics might not make sense because the moon is really far away from earth so she would probably have to not she wouldn't be that big like she the earth wouldn't probably she wouldn't be able to sit on it like that, but still, physics. Pfft, we're furries. Physics doesn't really matter. But the way she's just playing with the moon. Oh, she could have pulled it in, anyway. The way she's playing with the moon and her paws, uh, she's leaving craters on it. Which makes me believe, makes me think, oh, that's how they got there. <laughs> they, all the scientists and everyone out there wants you to think that they were caused by asteroids, but we all know. It's just they did a really good job of having people forget the uh uh butt sized or butt sized the North American North America size butt crater from her <laughs> or something because she was sitting on the earth. So that's one of my favorite pictures from him. Um I uh like we didn't talk about that much either. Like the whole growth process well we did, but we didn't. We talked about it growing out, but in terms of art like an artist who can portray that well. What? You've come a long way, kid. <laughs> All right, so yeah, Tears of Bone and what? and a train wreck to end it. Rogue, Tears of yes. Bone and Rogue. <laughs> and and by the way, Rogue, I still beat you on that. <laughs> oh my gosh! That uh, or YCH auction. Found a pause. You have no idea. What Although you're the auction, for the me. auction still hasn't come in yet. Like it's oh. been like a month and a half. I guess which is in the long run, not that long, but most mm-hmm. most YCH auctions I've seen tend to be a lot quicker than that. Yes. So. That's something we need to talk about in another segment, turnaround. Because that's important. But anyway. Okay. So Wanna let's, call it? Well, we've, did we get anyone writing in? I think we've got a few. We got people writing in from a couple weeks ago, you know, with, with yeah. episode six or whatever. Where is my mail? There we go. <laughs> All right. I need to, uh, <laughs> funny how we always end up doing this. So let's, uh, so I've got a, uh, letter here from Thunder Draymond. Mm-hmm. And he's just one who, uh, is a recent new fan to the podcast as of episode six. Uh, so, one of the things he wanted to talk about, he said, uh, this recent episode discussing macro-micro elements and live-action or animated shows reminded me of something I'm surprised that wasn't covered, or I'm going crazy, macro-micro reality TV shows. 
It certainly oh. make it certainly make today's reality shows a hell of a lot better. That's for sure. Who wouldn't love huh. to see it if several six-inch micros can survive in the house of a hundred-foot macro? Or seeing a show gather internet clips of micros attempting to see who can last the longest in a sleeping macro's mouth. Obviously not for the children. Dude. Yeah, I think that's actually a pretty interesting Dad idea. idea. <laughs> that uh, is awesome. And I'm surprised I've not really even seen a commission, like a, a piece of art with that kind of idea. Of... <laughs> We're going to do it. We're going to get it. Yeah. This will happen. He also had an idea uh, okay. of macros attempting to prank micros being the brand new internet sensation. From small stuff like micros going through offices and schools and tying shoelaces together, macro oh. teens pulling, putting their principal's car on the roof to cover oh entire... Oh my gosh. That's another thing we didn't talk about school. Senior prank. Uh, how often oh would that be gosh, if you were a macro? Let's do it. Let's talk about it. Let's do it. <laughs> to cover we entire buildings and houses with transparent tape and switching entire houses around so the mail goes to the wrong places. You know, I, I would imagine if you picked up a house and, and put it and switched it with another house, the mail would be like the least of the problems with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, oh, it looks like some of those ideas were from Dragonian. Curse well, you again, no. Dragonian. You, you, you <laughs> pop up <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> but like, love you, Dragonian. Um, <laughs> No goes a draggy. Um, that's definitely like okay. So you know the senior pranks that we have all heard of: greased pig, thousands of uh, Dixie cups in the hallway, uh, putting a dead fish in the vent. All those cliche ones. The macro ones, we like need to at least talk a little bit about this because like my brain's going crazy now. Like yeah, putting your principal's car on the roof—that is awesome, especially if the principal's not big or it doesn't have a way to get big probably one of the staff members could grow but still that's funny oh my gosh and then probably like i don't know like if there's a school water tower riding on the water tower or like taking the water tower or like taking a bunch of other water towers and recreating the dixie cup thing but like around the entire school and like spelling something out with them or like i don't know something more destructive like what do you think well, I think Probably that, too you know, one of the things I remember from my, I'm trying to think what our senior prank was. I don't even remember that. Oh, gosh. I wasn't really I involved what in it. Was. Uh, but, was laxatives in the ketchup pump. It wasn't very stellar, but still. <laughs> you said, like, uh, what did you say in the ketchup pump? It, laxatives. Laxatives? Uh, yeah. That's, that's it wasn't super wrong. stellar. That's just it wrong. wasn't super stellar, but yeah. Maybe taking the principal and running him up the flagpole. That's something you really don't necessarily have to be a macro. Oh. That'd be kind or of maybe, cool. like, having the principal be in on it or something. <laughs> That's a cool principal. Yeah. Um, what about, like, um, well, a prank could be just growing out of your classroom and, like, having That's everyone really who's a in prank. a classroom doing it. Yeah, it's true. Oh, well. Well, we could probably think of some. Twitter us in some or mail us in some, and we'll probably mention them on the next podcast, guys. Um, we should leave you with a question. Well, how about this? Here's my idea. Since we're going bi-weekly, why don't mm-hmm. we take the space in between the yeah. weeks, the weekends in between, just to record our question? That'll give us more time to think of it so we're not thinking of it on the spot. And right. it will also at least put what a little like something spots. out there uh, every week. So... Uh, so that people can have something to listen to, yeah. you know, even though if they're not getting the full podcast. You got something against sports, boy. Does that sound okay? 
Yes. yes so, it is. so, so what we're doing now, since we're going to be <laughs> biweekly, uh, we'll still put files out each week. There'll still be something coming out each week. But we'll in have between, a little something else it'll too. just basically be a teaser for the next week's episode, as well as the the question to write in on. I, know, I just thought of something interesting. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You go ahead. Well, like you know how we had the impact last time, like having something a little extra. If, if we could do that, you know, I can't say, guarantee we'll have that every week because yeah, you know, there's only <laughs> so far in the seven weeks that we've done this podcast, only one person has written a story uh, concerning it. So yes. <laughs> I'm not sure how much material we'll have for that, but. Oh, I do want to also read one more email here coming in from uh, Neve, which is uh, a Kindle, one of Kindle's mates. Oh, okay. So it looks like uh, from what Neve's writing again, he says here, uh, picking up a little bit into the mail, I also ha- have to say I'm quite happy to learn both of you are gentle giants, even if you do indulge in destruction of property fairly often. As a caveat, I have to admit that I am absolutely against any kind of death and destruction perpetrated by macros. The only times I would ever indulge in such a thing is if it was against a truly heinous, uh, heinous, 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 heinous. If it was tr- <laughs> against a truly heinous and deplorable villain who deserved it out of revenge for something horrific he had done, or if it involved an unpopulated place or one from which everyone was evacuated or otherwise kept safe. Yes. He did also uh, make a few brief comments regarding the things that we mentioned uh, about the choices we made. He did mention something uh, here. Uh, I did a quick Google search, but the only movie I could find which included a giant cat was a B-movie from 1965 called (laughs) Village of the Giants, which was shown on an episode of Mr. Ah. Science New 3000. Ironically enough, yesterday I actually came across this movie on on Amazon uh, Amazon Instant Video, except it wasn't Prime. It it was something I had to pay for. didn't want huh. to pay for it. Maybe it's on. I signed up for a trial on Netflix, so I'll have to look to see if it's on Netflix. Okay. Uh, yeah. But I don't think I've seen that. Although I was a big fan of Mystery Science Theater 3000, I don't think I saw that specific one. Maybe I'll have to watch it again and, and know for sure. You know, big cats. I am one, and it's not just because that that I'm biased. And so is Neve I... too. Huh? Neve's a. I think Neve's a lion. Yes, but. I always adore the image. Like, that's the reason why I know I was made a big cat and why I love them so much. When a big cat, just a normal size, comes up to you, like, imagine just a a lion or a tiger or a cheetah coming up to you and just being completely gentle, but they're still their size. And then they just come up and flump down beside you. Paws and everything, just flump. It's like, hey, what's going on? Now, take that kitty and make them... 200 feet tall, and that flump, like I always in text just write mega flumps, basically, because that flump, that's one of the best earthquakes <laughs> ever. It's just, I'm here, and I love you. Look at my paws. Rub my belly. I'm going to cuddle the heck out of you because I'm a kitty. Yeah. It's just like, yes! Kira. <laughs> my, my kitty is here. <laughs> my, my, my cat, Kira, is, is very good with doing that flump. And, the and flump is my favorite part about being a kitty, one of them. Besides paws and being so just so nimble and things and just, oh, sorry. It's just the flump. It's just so fun. Right. Well, I think that <sighs> that is going to be enough uh, podcast, and I'm, I'm all hungry and talked no! out. So okay. uh, if you do want to write in about anything we talked about tonight, go ahead, or, or for this episode, you may have listened to it in the morning. So if you're a Dragonian, you probably listened to it 
Monday morning Forever. at 5 a.m. So, <laughs> Do you ever sleep, sir? I'm sorry. I know you're a draggy, so he, you he, he have goes, to sleep. He goes to bed relatively early, but he gets up early, too. I think he has, he has to be up okay. early for his job. Okay. Which so do I, but I also don't go to yeah. bed early I'm not either, able to Twitter Which is much. why I'm always so tired. <laughs> but, but, you, yeah. but yes, oh. writing in, email. <laughs> we, have, we, have a, we have an email address to send stuff to. That's uh, mail at sizematterspodcast.com or sizematterspodcast at gmail.com. Oh, we fancy, huh? And we also are on Twitter at Size Matters Cast. And there's Kenson. He's on FA for Affinity at username Kenson. Yes. And, and me, I'm username Talon, even though that's yes. not, well, just. Bring the big jiggy paws back. Sorry. Again, I have something to show you afterwards. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so, so send us stuff there. And, you know, if, if you want to give us a call, don't, don't do that because that's. We don't have a number, and, and, and even if. You and we did, are not Ghostbusters. Even if you did somehow, you know, hack our number, I, I don't answer random phone numbers coming in through my phone. So hey, I gave you my number. My number is eight six seven five three zero nine. Oh, that's not. Damn you, Tommy Two Tone. Yay! <laughs> and then that's with the Family Guy reference. We are now ending the podcast. Yes. Because I I can't take one more Family oh, Guy reference in this one. Uh, but we'll be back. We'll, we'll be on. The uh, the feed next week with a short little thing to to tide you over, and then our next full episode, episode eight, will be in two weeks on uh, September the sixteenth. Yes. So until then, you guys all have a safe and happy stomp-filled day uh, and week out there, and happy Labor Day. Yes, happy Labor Day. Keep calm and stomp your paws. Bye, guys. <laughs>